We're going to take a look at what happened in the Bears' loss to Oregon, 42-24 to last Saturday. I'm going to break down some film. I'm talking to Coach Wilcox, coming up right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bear Insider, Ultimate Insider Podcast. I am Mike Pulaski, former Bears quarterback, radio analyst, and Hall of Famer. Today, we were talking about Cal's loss to Oregon over the weekend, 42-24. to Obviously, the Ducks, a very talented team, coming in at number 11 after the game, moving to number 8, so a top 10 team in the country. They're talented at just about every spot on the field. Great quarterback in Bo Nix, great receivers. Uh, Hudson is a stud. Running backs are very good. Offensive line, especially really, really talented. Probably as good an offensive line or the best offensive line the Bears have faced this year. So offensively, really good. In the secondary, very good. Good edge rush guys, good linebackers. So good all across the board. And, it was, and you know, they played like it in Memorial Stadium this weekend. They played like it versus the Bears. They have a fun scheme. Coach Dillingham, their offensive coordinator, is running a really fun scheme to watch for me as a quarterback and coach. Watching what they do. Uh, it's really good. It's really tailored pretty well to the guys that they have on campus at those positions. And so I will break down film in just a second of what they do offensively that can give a defense fits. And it definitely gave the bears fits this weekend, um, when they were running this stuff on offense. So I'll break that down a little bit. And again, like I said, I'll be talking to coach coming up as well, get his thoughts on the issue as well. I know I want to get into it up front in that uh, Kai Milner came in at the end of the game this last week and threw two touchdown passes. And I am a huge Kai Milner fan. Uh, the dude is awesome. Uh, his personality is awesome. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's got all the tools and everything else. But before everybody starts going down this quarterback controversy road, I think Kai deserves to be a Cal quarterback at some point. Um, but you don't start a quarterback controversy in a game like that uh, where when Kai comes in, he's not going up against their ones. and The situation of the game is different. They're playing different schemes and everything else. And so to be fair to Jack, and it hasn't been super fair to Jack this year because there, he has been getting hit all the time. He has been uh, under pressure a lot. Bears haven't been able to run the football. I just want to say, I love Kai Milner. I think he's awesome. Uh, I, I can't wait to see him as the Bears starting quarterback. However, I don't think this creates a quarterback controversy. I think Jack is still your starter. I think Kai is still your backup. And you try to get them reps and try to expand and, and improve and develop uh, younger players at the same time. So that's my opinion. Um, I like both those dudes. And uh, I can't wait to see Kai as a starter. But I don't think this creates a quarterback controversy. I think Jack is still your starter. I think that's who you go with there up front. So that's my thoughts on that up front. Now let's talk about what Oregon was doing on offense. Um, they love to run the vertical passing game. They love to do things that get your eyes out of place. You lose eye discipline as a defense. The Bears came into this game with a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball from Lou Hearns to Blake Anzalatis to, you know, the whole linebacking core had been shifted around and moved around. Uh, the only guy who was stable back there was uh, Jackson Sermon. So in the secondary, you had new guys playing both sides of the ball. And as a result, the stuff that Oregon was doing got the defense out of sorts. You could try to play a man, but Oregon had some really good speed out there, so tough to play a man uh, with guys who haven't gotten a ton of reps at the starting positions on defense. You could try to zone them off, but if you zone them off, you better get to the quarterback. 
And so neither one of those approaches was working for the Bears. If you get four or five in a route with good protection, it's almost impossible to stop as a defense. And so their scheme is fantastic. Their athletes are fantastic. And so incredibly tough to stop out there. We will talk to Coach Wilcox right now, talk about his thoughts on the game. Just wanted to give you a little insight going into that interview in terms of what Cal was seeing, what they had to fight on defense, and they were doing it with limited personnel because of injuries. Right now, let's talk to Coach and get his feelings about the game. Joining me now, head coach Justin Wilcox. And coach, uh, this game against Oregon seemed to have a couple different faces early on. Defense played extremely well. Uh, and then Oregon seemed to find kind of the answer with some motions, with some movement, with some vertical passing game. You've seen the film now. Talk to me about what was going on in the game on Saturday. Well, you know, I guess defensively, uh, specifically, it was, you know, a number of explosive passes. Um, they, you know, and when they when they got in the pass game, um, we were having a hard time getting to the quarterback. And, you know, the more people we brought, we kind of isolated some of the coverage, and that was not really working for us. Um, and then, as you know, when you play zone, the longer the QB can hold the ball, uh, somebody can find a window and get open. So uh, we had some uncharacteristic busts. There was, you know, a handful of busts in coverage, which, um, you know, we obviously need to eliminate. And then there was just some times that the guy had a long time and he completed the ball and we had a hard time getting him on the ground consistently. And I know that, you know, next man up is the answer, right? It doesn't matter who's hurt. The next guy up has got to do his job. And I understand that. But without a ton of reps, too, when you have a team that's doing things to kind of affect your eye discipline, which Oregon does with their motions, with their formations, with their sets, and then they're running vertical passing game, which creates a ton of space. How much harder is it with new bodies out there? Well, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the guys have to do a great job in practice of using the reps that they get and then also utilizing the reps that they're not in to get a mental rep. And um, we all know that there's nothing like playing experience and especially game experience. And so um, I thought the guys were giving us their best effort. We just didn't execute at a high enough level and we lost some matchups. And we talk about it every week. Teams have scheme, right? Everybody's got scheme these days. Oregon scheme, I, I you know, as a coordinator, as a quarterback, I liked it a lot. Most of their passing downs come off of play action, some form shape, you know, of either full slide protection or some kind of power pass protection where they're pulling a guard. As a defense, you have to kind of take care of the run first on those up front, right? Doesn't that slow down the pass rush? Yeah, it does. It does slow down the pass rush at times. Um, we did have, you know, we always chart the number of one-on-ones because at the end of the day, um, whether it's in pass rush, uh, man coverage, zone matchups, tackling, you know, you're going to have to win some one-on-ones and we didn't win enough of those. Um, we had some, again, guys giving great effort. Um, we had a hard time getting to the QB. And when we did, he was a good enough athlete that we had a hard time, you know, keeping him in the pocket or getting him on the ground. So um, they do have a good scheme. Um, they're good coaches. There's a lot of good schemes out there. Um, they have some very good players and we, we just didn't execute well enough to give ourselves a chance late in the game to win. Yeah, and we always talk about athletic QBs. Bo Nix is one of the most athletic QBs you faced all year long. How much does that slow down kind of what you do? And and you talked about it. It shows up on film. There's a couple one-on-ones where you've got him, and now somebody's got to make a play, and Bo Nix makes the play, and our guy doesn't. Yeah, uh, he's a very talented player. He can run and throw, and, you know, there's a good offensive line. They, they do a good job in protection. They're a big group. 
um, very talented. And so, um, you know, we were going to need to execute at a very high level and we just didn't do that often enough. And whether it was the, you know, run game, the pass rush, um, the coverage component, the tackling, just uh, we need to be much better in order to, uh, to beat them. What's the key when you're defending a vertical pass game like that? What's the key for you on defense to kind of keep them in check, keep them underneath everything? Because there was some stuff where, uh, as you talked about in zone, guys running across throwbacks, guys were uncovered. Yeah. So uh, getting to the quarterback first and foremost, and then if they can get five guys out in the route, if, if you get five guys out in the route um, and they're protecting with five and you got four guys rushing, then you got to, you got to, you know, find a way to speed the quarterback up. Uh, there were probably too many reps where it looked like seven on seven. And then in the, in the coverage game, in the zone coverage game, you got matchup rules. Um, and we, we busted a couple matchups in our zone coverage. Uh, and then they will, they'll flood you. You know, there's, I think I said this after the game, if you play zone enough, um, there's a lot of routes built to be quarters and three deep and quarter, quarter, half, whatever the zone is, because you flood them, you high, low people, uh, you put, you know, multiple, weapons in one zone and so you got to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand um so the answer to that is play some man um and the man stuff i don't know that that was our best pitch uh just some of the matchups were difficult so we were trying to mix it up and we just didn't do a good enough job so we have to help them as coaches um you know perform better and then uh when it when it comes a moment of truth you know the player on player then we got to make some more of those plays yeah so let's switch the other side of the ball offensively Got some big plays early on, which was nice to see. The big passes. Let's talk about those first, and then we'll talk about everything else on offense. Talk about the shots that we took. Hunter got a big one. Jay Mike got a big one. So talk about that. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, some of our best players uh, are, are receivers, and so we wanted to give them chances to make an explosive play. And I thought Jack threw a couple really nice vertical balls to those guys. I mean, early in the game to, to uh, Jay Michael uh, over there on the press box side, and then uh, you know, Jeremiah had one as well. Um, it was one-on-ones and those are, those are the plays we're talking about, you know, and you get one-on-one and we wanted to put the ball up to, to our playmakers and those guys came down with it. And we're just going to have to create more of those, whether it's, you know, the go balls or the shallow cross stepping through a tackle or whatever it is, just different ways to get our playmakers the ball. Yeah. And this week started to move the pocket just a little bit more. I saw during the game to some effect. Uh, but we're unable to run the ball effectively again, only 74 yards rushing on the, on the day. Talk about what was going on in the running game. Yeah. I mean, again, it, you know, offense and defense, it's really going to start at the line of scrimmage, you know? Um, so we uh, wanted to get some more run game going to keep us in some, uh, you know, uh, keep us in rhythm and move the chains and not be in third and long. Uh, so we, we had a, a few good runs, but not not enough. And then we took some negative plays, you know, uh, whether it's sack or a, a minus run uh, that we have to just eliminate. You know, it's hard to come back from those things. And so uh, they're a, a talented unit. And whether it's, uh, you know, the one-on-one -on -one block at the point of attack, um, you know, anywhere from the offensive linemen to the tight ends, um, you know, we just got to do a better job to create some positive runs and uh that way it get, gets in manageable third downs how important is that i mean you obviously defensively you want to keep guys behind the sticks behind the chains and put pressure on them force them into situations where you know they're going to pass how important is it talk about it staying on schedule getting four yards a chunk breaking off where now you can stay within your playbook anything you want to run yeah i'd say unless you're you're one of those offenses that has the ability to just 
you know, create explosives, you know, at any moment, um, you know, staying on schedule is important. And for us, third and long has not been good. So, you know, moving the ball forward, uh, run game, pass game, uh, staying out of those obvious drop back games where the, the defense can pin their ears back and just go, uh, trying to minimize those situations the best we can. Uh, we can, we, we need to be much better there. Yeah. And so, and I said it after the game, Kai Milner comes in, he had a great game. There's, you can't compare what Jack was doing, what Kai was doing, right? It doesn't create this quarterback controversy. Everybody always wants to make it that way. But just to talk about Kai, I thought Kai did a nice job when he got in the game. He, he functioned, right? He operated as a quarterback and I thought he looked really good for, for some of his first action. Yeah. I think, I think he did what you would hope to see. Uh, again, it's, it's hard to compare the two performances because it's different, uh, circumstances uh, that those guys are playing in. But I thought Kai did some good things and he did what you would, would hope uh, that he would do. And so uh, we're going to continue to work with him and um, keep him ready to go. At this point in the season, I know this team is kind of self-motivated doing their thing. What is the message to the team to kind of stay dialed in, focused in game in, game out, rep in, rep out at this yeah. point? Yeah. Respond, you know, uh, we don't need emotional, reactions um we need guys to be purposeful and uh, you know conviction in what they're doing uh, from meetings to practice and you know how we're living off the field it, it all matters and so um yeah this is not easy you know when you're not winning it's everybody's disappointed and frustrated it's not uh you know everybody feels that so the way to rid yourself of that is to win games well how do you do that you got to you know, every person's got to get a little bit better. We got to, we can't have the bus, you know, we need to be talking about the, the details of a call or a technique. And so those things are big. And some of these guys that are playing a lot more reps, you know, it's their time now. That's why they signed to, to come play here. And there's going to be a number of guys getting more and more reps uh, for various reasons. And uh, we'll need those guys to step up and give us their best effort. And this time of season, obviously, you get guys who are dinged up, who have been injured. Any guys coming back, any injuries that kind of stand out right now? Um, we're hoping, you know, day-to-day -day with Lou Hearns, uh, Moe Yosefa, Odua, uh, more and more. And there's a couple guys um, that, you know, I think one more guy that will be out for the year that we didn't announce yet was uh, Mason Starling. He'll be done for the season, unfortunately. Uh, and a couple of the other guys, it's going to be day to day. Good luck this week coming up. I know that you got a little bit of rain in the schedule, uh, but we talked off camera and I know that's not going to affect what you guys do. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks coach. So frustrating day, especially from a defensive standpoint, Oregon's been rolling up since that Georgia game. They've been averaging 49 points a game. Uh, and again, 42 versus the bears who's, who have a very good defense uh, is nothing to joke about. They, that is a good offense Offensively, once again, the Bears just unable to get anything going. It starts up front. You know, I don't want to keep beating on the offensive lineman. I love the offensive lineman. I love the big guys. Uh, and I know they're fighting hard, but at the power five level, fighting hard ain't enough. Just got to get better up front, figure out a way to make stuff work, potentially, hopefully, get some screens in the game uh, and find attack points this week. SC is going to be a tough opponent. They are every bit of ta as talented, if not more talented than that Oregon team. And so bears have their work cut out for them this week down in the LA Memorial Coliseum. I will have my preview of the Trojans coming up later on this week. 
for today. I appreciate you guys watching for Bear Insider and Ultimate Insider. I'm Mike Pulaski. Go Bears. Thank <laughs> you.